Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What is up, Les Gypsy Gang? Uh, we're back for another episode of the podcast, and this is a little bit of a different one, bit of a special edition, if you will. Uh, I was invited on a bit of a uh, trip down to Wollongong with the guys from the Hypecast, Seller Miles. They've both individually been on the podcast, but this was the first time uh, that we'd sat and done one together. And we're included, uh, included in this chat was a very special guest by the name of Alexander the Great Volkanovsky. If you're a fight fan like myself, you would know that he is the uh, UFC champ in the featherweight division. Uh, he put a beating on Max Holloway, uh, one of the greatest featherweight champs of all time uh, around Christmas time last year. Uh, he is set to defend the belt next weekend uh, in Dubai on Fight Island. And uh, we got access through uh, Miles and Cell. Uh, to watch the final week of his uh, training camp. He did some sparring. Uh, it was insane for myself uh, as a person that does martial arts to just see the intensity at which that guy trains. Um, so it was really, really cool to be around uh, him in the gym. So massive thank you to Miles and Self for that opportunity. Um, and then to get to talk to him on the podcast was uh, amazing as well. The dude just got such an insane mindset uh, to say that he has a champion mindset is a, a massive understatement. So um, massive thanks to Miles and Cell uh, and their company, Combat Nutrition, uh, for helping, I guess, make that whole trip happen. Uh, definitely would have would not have happened without those guys. Um, had an awesome time down there as well, did some training. Uh, Jackson O'Brien was there with us as well, the film lord himself. Um, so yeah, just a really rad trip with some really great guys and... Uh, and I really enjoyed doing this podcast. We've got another one dropping as well with his coach, Joe, which was just as cool. Um, this podcast is brought to you, of course, by the guys at CMBT Nutrition, Combat Nutrition. Uh, you can head to cmbt.com.au uh, and use the promo code GYPSY10. They are dropping their brand new pre-workout called Loaded. It is all natural. It is plant-based and there is no crash uh, for the days that... You know, you just kind of don't feel ready to train. Uh, this supplement can just help you get into the gym uh, and then the adrenaline can take over and get you through. Uh, these guys, they obviously they work with Alexander Volkanovsky. He is uh, a, he was actually their first athlete on combat nutrition. Um, so there's a really crazy testing process that has to take place uh, to make sure that their products are free of tainted, uh, tainted 
products that you don't want in there so they go through a rigorous program so that uh, Alex himself can take the uh, product there is no bullshit here I've seen the guy take this product out of the packet that you buy uh, and put it into his body so uh, this is not a uh, there's no fugazi stuff going on here Alex runs it I run it myself um, and it's been really great for my own training also brought to you by the guys at macrokitchen.com.au fresh meals never frozen they are made right here in Burley. Uh, I've been getting right into the meal prep thing and I've been using the macro kitchen stuff as a, as a bit of a supplement uh, from my own cooking just so I can actually get some nice meals throughout the week. Um, they're awesome. They do delivery. You can do install pickup or they've got a restaurant that you could dine in as well. Um, it's just on the highway there in Burley. So Without further ado, thank you so much to Miles and Sel for the opportunity. Uh, thank you very much to Volko. I cannot wait to watch him fight next weekend and bring home the belt. And uh, yeah, really take in the words that this guy says in this podcast. He is a uh, truly a humble, humble champion and a really, really great guy. Enjoy. We're good. Easy gal. I think Let's do it. Is everyone rolling? I think we're all rolling. We are. Man, we got the gypsy gang in the house. We got the combat lads, and we got the champ. What a combination! Damn, <laughs> that's a good combination. That's a good combination. And this is your jam, so you can take this off, Jace. Kick us off, bros. Well, I think for me, if I'm the champ, <laughs> I wanna, I wanna know. Are you, are you still excited every time you hear the champ? Because it's like you work, you work a very long time to get. The title of the champ, man. It's well, I call everyone champ. That's that's a problem of mine. Like I literally still now I say champ to everyone, and that's what they go. Oh no, you're the champ. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I am. <laughs> no, but it's just it's cool because a lot of people beat me to it now. That's just what that's my go to every time. Champ. I'll always say that. But then now everyone's just like, hey champ, hey champ. I'm like, hey champ. I'm like, I don't know what to say back. You know, what I mean? <laughs> it throws me off. But the, it's a quick reminder. It's like, yeah, I am the champ. But again, oh, as I always say, anyone that that knows me, I'm just, man, I'm just a, a regular bloke. I forget that I'm champ half the time. You know what I mean? I'm just a, what I say. I'm just a dad next door. You know what I mean? But that happens to be able to kick people's ass. So <laughs> it's pretty cool. World champ. I'm excited to have this chat, and I'm excited for that specific reason because I know like. I've had a chat to Volks before and we've had a chat about his story, but it's 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 an awesome story and it's super relatable. And I know that like Cell loves it, all that sort of stuff, like being a dad, just like working his ass off, like his dream to be at the UFC and then be a champ at that level and it all coming true. It's like, it's just mm. that perfect dream story. So it's like, why don't you even take us back, bro? Why don't you take us right back to like fighting on the local scene? And remember we sat down that that one time and we were talking about how hard it was mm-hmm. almost to the point where you just didn't want to proceed. Like you, you just wanted to give up. It was it was at that point. Well, man, like a MMA or any sport, you know, life in general for, for anyone can get, yeah, and it can get challenging, you know, and especially this sport, you know, I'll be, uh, I'll be lying to you if I said this sport was easy, even, uh, even now, like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, obviously you don't have, you're still going to have the roller coaster, but I mean, you know, at least now you, you start, you know, once you get to the top, you start, you know, so you've got the, the benefits, obviously the, mm. the money's better, but back in the day, you know, the, you're struggling, you really are struggling and, uh, you know, you got the support from your, your wife, we're putting everything on hold. I'm winning title after title, 
campaign after campaign trying to get into the UFC and there was a that was my lowest point where I was really like I thought I did everything I needed to do to 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 get in the UFC so I had everyone pushing for it I was getting finishes I was you know the crazy win streak uh, you know, again, winning national titles, like seven of them, and then world titles, and and then just missing out on opportunities, and some of the even bad opportunities where there was a, a management company that I wasn't even with that uh, threw my, they, I think they threw my name out to the UFC, and then the UFC even went to them with an opportunity, and goes, oh, and then just so they could get one of their own guys, they made us, oh, no, Alex, he's, uh, he's fighting for a title. Uh, he's, he's not available. Oh, oh but I can give no you this way. guy. Really? I can give you this guy. So these are little things that's happening. Yeah. And you could just imagine, I'm already, like, up to here, like, getting, mm. you know, I'm I'm living at my, my mother's house. And, you know, again, the wife, luckily, she's supportive. But at the same time, you know, uh, you know, even then, actually, I was, a, I had I had Ariana as well. So mm. I had, a, you know, I made a promise to myself that I'll be in the UFC before, I, I, you know, had my firstborn and that didn't happen. So that was hurting. But anyway, yeah. you, you can see where I was going. So everything's happening. You campaign after campaign's not happening. And, you know, it was just, it was crazy. Lowest point, I remember even going, rocking up to the gym at a freestyle fighting gym. Joe sees me rock up and then I can't remember. I, honestly, this is how little, the what made me turn around and just have, have enough. It seems so little now. It was a, a video. This guy was going to do a promo for another campaign. I think we're going to do, or, and uh, it was just it was a little video. And then we're waiting to to get it out, and then we couldn't get it out. And then just I sort of had news that I wasn't going to make it on this uh, UFC card and thing anyway. And then I was just like, that's it. I end up just jumping back in the car and then took off. And then even Joe rings me up after training. He's like, oh, what, what's wrong? Something's up. Like I've never done that before. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, oh, nothing. Just played it off. And, you know, but that's what it was getting to me. I was like, I'm going to have to give up on work, uh, give up on training full time. I'm going to have to, you know, work concreting again and all this type of stuff. And, you know, so I can move back into my, my house and, and, you know, so fighting was going to be, you know, just part time, you know, and that, that, that's that that can be tough so but then honestly that weekend uh i like you know you stay positive or you always say stay positive and i, I was staying positive for so long because i could have just went off the rails way earlier but i didn't let that happen that weekend i end up getting a, a major sponsor that jump on board which helped a lot and then i got a ufc contract the weekend after that so within <laughs> one week yeah. i went from the lowest yeah. like, i'm telling you i was about to that's it i'm done but then i was like no nah, no nah, don't be like that i was still at the gym the next day but I, you know, this again, I'm, I'm pretty mentally strong, and but it was getting to me for a while, yeah. you know. But I still stuck to it, and then that, then that opportunity come, and that's how when old, things. How old was your daughter at the time? She would have been, oh yeah, well, yeah, not not even one then. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, because I remember, yeah, so she was uh, born while I was in camp for the world title for the PXC title. Mm. So that was a uh, again, it was like that was tough because I was like, I knew, oh man, I've got a kid on the way. I've got to, I've got to start working. I've got to start, you know, making making some money, and then I've got to get ready for this fight. Or oh, mate, the, the camps that, that I done, I would uh, work, go to training, go back to work, then go back to training, and I was doing things like that, doing my own jobs. And oh mate, it, it was tough, but it's funny when you again like your motivation, and we talk about having kids and mm. the drive you get from that, and that's my main motivation. I'll t- tell you straight, like I don't need nothing else but to know that I'm fighting for my family to make me bust my ass in the gym. And uh, that was then, like waking up early hours, helping at, at night time like with, the, with, with her and somehow doing concreting in, in two sessions during the no, day. And, and it's just like, how do you do it? it, 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 it I, like, I don't know how I did it, but I did it. It makes, this, it makes it more than more special though, hey? Yeah. It's almost like that graphic. You've seen that graphic of those two guys and they've got those pick 
pickforks mm, and yeah. they're smashing at the wall and there's a diamond behind the wall but one of them's just like so close yeah. but he turns away he's yeah. just like it's too much yeah. I've done too much work I'm not going to get anywhere and the other guy finds the diamond yeah, yeah. it's such yeah. a common theme too that you will hear from anybody that is successful in whether it's sport or whether it's business that like it was such a struggle until it wasn't mm-hmm. and everybody looks like an overnight success mm-hmm. and I think that a real good example of that as well is like Israel Adesanya mm-hmm. because like when when you come into like the public focus then people can see or like Sean O'Malley's like another good example you get these guys and you're a very similar guy where it's like you come in and it's like, oh my God, this guy's coming out of nowhere. And they're these superstars. And then if you really dig through the archives, Mm. it's like these guys are making mixtapes and hand it, you know what I mean? Like there's such a similar hustle Mm -hmm. with everybody at the top. And it's such a, you get such a concentrated look at those few years where you're like the UFC is building you up to be the champ. But it's like so many people and the people that give up, it's like, you weren't made for this man. Like, these are the kind of these are the guys that they don't give up. They do whatever it takes, and it's such like a, a common theme through guys at your level. Mm. Yeah, man. Well, it's yeah, you're right. Like uh, again, you get so many people that will say, "It's like, oh man, that was quick. Like oh, how quickly you got to the top." And that yeah. and I was like, "Going where were you? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. Were you yeah. It wasn't quick, mate. Yeah. Yeah. What were you like, you know what I mean? Like if you look at the whole career. All right, so I started when I was 22 years old. So that's if you look at it to be UFC champ in the like nine years. Okay, that sounds pretty yeah. incredible, but Oh, mate, there was a time yeah. like me. I busted my ass yeah. for a long part of that time. You know what I mean? And and then That's I was not taking nine fun yeah, years. No. And it's not just oh yeah, you yeah you got you shot yeah. up through the ranks. I was making sure I was getting all the toughest fights to get me there. You know, mm. I, mean, I was calling out fights that no one wanted and just things like that. You know, but people like will we'll forget that and just be like oh yeah cool you got a title shot. I was like oh that's pretty cool. I was pretty quick. Like no. Nah. Yeah. It wasn't. So you're right. It, it is. It is like that. It's, it's hard to see that. I get obviously they're not having a go at me, but uh, yeah, and it is. But it's a, it is a it is a struggle, but again, if you really got that commitment and you know you need to, it needs to happen. Well, and I then, like I said, this this sport, mate, it's a roller coaster. You need to adapt mm. to so many different things, physically, mentally, everything, financially. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just adapt, adapt, adapt. So is it, is it luckily, really I've, I'm I'm good at adapting. The moment that you become a champ, is it really that different? Does everything just? Is it kind of like overnight? So many things change. Ah, man. Uh, I'd be lying if I said it, it was, you know, I'd be lying. But I mean, don't get me wrong, it, it does uh, does make things a, a bit easier and, and, and stuff like that. But at the same time, you know, this, you know, you still like, I'm yeah. again, like I can sit there and be like, I am the champ and I can lay back and not mm. train, but hey, I'm, I can't do that. Yeah. Mm. I'm still like, that's why people go, how are you going to have that motivation to defend your belt? And I'm like, trust me, like, you know yeah. what I mean? I, there's no other option for me. i I'm gonna get it done. That's just that's just who I am, and again, I got a family to feed and all that type of stuff. It's like so I don't need motivation. Where oh yeah, I need, oh I need to keep that belt or whatever it is. It's not like that. It's so I can't. I refuse to lose. You know, yeah, I lose. Yeah. That's four steps back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's that's my my family struggling again. You know what I mean? Like I've got to work my way back up. I ain't letting that happen. No one's mm. taking that win away from me. The debut versus winning the belt because heaps of people talk about getting there is like you look comfortable as when you when you fought for the belt. It was like. I looked at you walking in there going, this is a full-gone conclusion. He looks like too good, just no nerves, no nothing, just ready to go compared to the debut when you were fucking amazing. But was there way more nerves on the debut versus fighting for the belt? I don't get, like, I don't really get nervous, yeah. to be quite honest. I don't, like, it's it's weird. Um, This is a... 
this is good. I can sort of explain it. So what you're saying, I look very composed. I am composed. Yep. I keep myself so good at com- keeping myself composed, right? So I can keep myself at a good level. And I like to be there because I've got a game plan to, to stick to and everything like that. And again, I don't want to put myself mentally in a position that I'm not used to. So I don't, you know, you won't see me sitting in the corner listening to heavy mm. metal music and ah, pump myself up. It's like, when am I ever like that? Yeah. yeah. Never. So why would I put myself in that position while I'm in the cage? So I'm always trying to keep myself composed, but there's is there's a pressure in doing that. You know, I've got like I'm constantly trying to keep myself on a level. Like don't don't let this get to you. Don't let this. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm constantly doing that. Like even when I'm do, doing uh, interviews or whatever it is, I'm all right. You know, you got to like keep yourself composed. So I'm constantly. There's a, there's a pressure of me constantly trying to stay composed. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, that makes yeah, perfect. Perfect. So then yeah. straight after my fight, even walking out, it's like, yeah, trying to soak it up but not get over too too excited. I've got a game plan to do. You know what I mean? Like, you know, try not to, you know, just all things like that. I'm constantly checking myself. You're constantly. just stoic. Yes, mm. I'm constantly doing this. They even, the whole through the way, whole, all through camp, you know, I'm trying to, uh, you'll be right. Like, you know, mentally keep myself in check and physically and, you know, diets and all this, you know, there's so many, so many things. And then straight after the fight is where I don't have to control anything anymore. Yeah. And it's just let it go. So the emotions just, just flow. That's why you see me like, ah, oh, I just, I, <laughs> I, I'm completely different. So I can let it go. It's like the weight of, of my shoulders. You know what I mean? I talk about relief. Mm. I say that every time, even my debut and all that. Like, like you said, they're probably, obviously I'm a lot more composed yeah. as I was then, but I'm still trying to keep myself composed all the mm. time. And, and then right after I can, there's relief. I can finally acknowledge the crowd, which I still am, but I can let let the emotions yeah. fly. Let, look at them and like really feel the energy. Like obviously I use the energy, but now I can just run with it. Just mm. let it go. And if you're gonna cry, cry. Yeah. If you're gonna just sit there and get excited and and whatever it is, just I can let it go now. I don't have to try and keep myself oh, yeah, chill. You know what I mean? So it's it's weird. I'm constantly doing that. There's this weird pressure that. Uh, that, I don't know. I notice that the more and more I talk about it, I, I start to understand it now. But yeah. that's you why always relief. That? I've always said relief. Have you always had that control over? I guess not letting yourself go to to either extreme of your emotions through through what we do. Even mm. uh, you know, even through interviews, like when you first start doing interviews and all this, like media and things like that. You know, again, like you know, you're going to get sometimes nervous, but I don't let myself get nervous because mm. oh yeah, you want to be in control. I love being in control. I have to be in control of my, like my, you know, of me and myself. So uh, that's why I'm always doing that, and I've always done that. You know, from growing up, always trying to keep myself level-headed in situations and things like that. So I, I just got good at it. Do you, Do you talk to a sports psychologist ever? Um, Anything like that? I haven't. Yeah. I honestly haven't. I think I, I do all right. So like, you know, I but at the same time, like, the, you know, obviously there's, you know, with everything, you can go the, the science behind everything, nutrition, you know, yeah. you know, you know, even like the things that we, we go into all the one percenters, you know mm. what I mean? So that's definitely something that I believe I can, I can use. I feel like if they showed me a little tricks, I could use it really mm. well. I honestly believe that. Something that Sel and I chatted about heaps when Israel came out and said, when he came to the UFC, he was a sports psychologist. After his title fight, he got a sports psychologist and all these yeah. sorts of things. That vulnerability, we really loved. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know whether, obviously you did the same thing mm-hmm. because um, when you talk about the one one percent, the one percenters, it's, it's so interesting. And we just did a podcast with Joseph Coyne, who's now the director of performance in uh, the UFC PI in China. And we were talking about how excited he was working with guys going from number three in the world to number one 
and what it actually takes. Mm-hmm. And it is those one mm. percenters, those one percent things that they yep. need to do to, or the adjustments that they need to make to become the number one. Mm-hmm. And I find that so fascinating, like getting someone to a high level. Cool. There's, there's t- certainly a lot of skill in that. But then taking someone from mm. being a contender to being a champ is just a whole nother game in itself. And so then to be like a Michael Jordan yeah. is like a whole, <laughs> you know what I mean? To be uh-huh. like, or a George St. Pierre, there's like something extra mm-hmm. that's sort of going on there to even yep. build on that, you know, which is even rarer. Mm. What do you do? Mate, well, what are your one percenters? Man, it's just, <laughs> look, I, you know, I just, man, I'll be honest when it goes comes down to hard work mm. and commitment, you know what I mean? So all these guys, you know, the names you mentioned, I guarantee you they're, like, you know, we all would have watched the last, the last yep. dance. You know so what I mean? And so you know, so I mean, it so was good. But yeah. you know what I mean? Just seeing, you know, you know, some people can you know say that it was bad, but the 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 fact that everything you know everything he did was just mm. he had to you know you know what I mean. That's all. That was his main priorities, like just to get just better, so be the best. Vision. And you know, yeah, exactly, tunnel vision, and that that's it. So. Uh, like I feel like uh, you know a lot of your your champions and all that will will be like that in a way you know I might not be like that with exactly how he is but I mean in, in the gym like I can't like like I said I know say just as simple as me knowing my numbers on the assault bike mm-hmm. I know them numbers even if I don't need to hit them numbers because I'm sore or like my body's falling apart I don't care I can't I can't accept the fact that I'm not hitting them numbers I'm gonna hit them numbers mm-hmm. you know what I mean if these guys are twice my size. They have every right to beat me up. They have every right to hold me down. I don't care. I ain't let them hold me down. You know what I mean? It's just that's just just how I've always been. I've always done that from when I was young. So even just as you know, I think one thing: if someone could look at me at training and separate me from your average Joe, it's obviously it comes down to hard work and like you know. Sometimes people just go, "How did you do that? Like, mm. how did you get through that session?" So like, I don't know. I just did. You know mm. what I mean? I'm just you know what I mean just and then constantly doing and put myself adapting, as I say as well, is a, is a big part where I've just constantly done that as a whether it starts from be just competitiveness, competitiveness. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. you know that's where we're Michael Jordan, yeah. So you could just see everywhere, but I was always like that too. So there's always going to be there, but then just having the ticker and and it just I made it who I am now. Mm-hmm. So I you know yeah. I don't need to. That was something growing up. That's a good way of putting it. I I am just a hard worker now. That's who I am. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. So it well, I wasn't born like that. I just uh, built that, and then now it's just not an option. It's just all I am. It's, it's who it's I know. It's a default yes. setting. Yeah. And now it's just you get me there. I need my coaches to pull me back, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's legit. Like my uh, Joe Lopez, my coach will tell you that because I need to tell him to pull back. Well, mm-hmm. so, that, that must I mean? be one the next step of the equation because like we talk about, you know, high level CEOs, and I want to get to obviously you connecting with Mark Boris and and all yep. of that happening um Mm -hmm. and i know that's been in the media heaps which is which is awesome to see you guys collaborating but you look at someone like a a ceo or high high business executive everyone hears about to be a a, um an effective leader you need to delegate right and the same would go for an athlete you obviously delegate all of the things that you know to experts your nutrition you're with geordie you got you know joe and you've got the ckb guys and all these people around you and you've delegated sort of to them to look after your nutrition your snc baymed all these sorts of things and you can just focus on doing what you do and that's moving yep and recovering Mm -hmm. and all those sorts of things is that a big part of 
you know, getting that one percent as well. Mate, hundred percent. You know, having the the right information and the right knowledge is 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 key. And uh, I know this through through trial and error. Like uh, you know, <clears throat> even now I look at my body now when I'm this close to a fight, and I can see that. Uh, you know my, how much better my body looks where before mm. I'd be depleting my body mm. yeah because I didn't know any better I would yeah. literally be like I need to lose this, lose this weight so I was having nowhere near enough calories I'm busting masses as much as I did now we've literally under you know a thousand calories or you know what I mean or like how does your body do it like you, even though that's when I talk about making it making me who I am like I don't even know how you do it look back at it as like how did you even get through some of them sessions but mm. I mean you just do it and then you, you know now it's just like now when I'm I'm properly fed you know my recovery is so much better like you know when you've got the just everything everything all, all about that and even the you know even when it comes to training and like you know we do you work all your different chains and you know what I mean there's so much science behind everything mm. these one percenters one one percenters in so many different aspects especially at being a MMA then you've got nutrition then you you know what I mean the list goes on mm. and then you've got the mental side of things and you know just everything so it's it's 100 I'm all about that and as what I say now what we know now probably ain't going to be enough in a month's time mm-hmm. so we need to evolve everywhere so there's new information when it comes to nutrition there's new new obviously new skill you know someone what I know now will not be enough in the wrong. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I could probably beat a guy now, but in, in a month's time, if I'm the same guy I am now, he could probably beat me then. You yeah. know what I mean? That's that's how I look at it. So we need to evolve. I need to, you know, as the games evolve, I want to evolve with it. And that's what that's exciting as well when you, you look at it that way. So people ask, oh, you know, I, I got asked a question uh, not long ago about where do you think you are at where it comes to, you know, well, not they weren't talking about peak as in from what you know, as in like, as in skill-wise and all that mm. type of stuff, I'm like, and there's like, do you, do you believe, you know, from zero to 100, I go, well, that, that 100 is never going to stop. Yeah. 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 The goal never changes. That's it. That's the the game evolves. It. Mm. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, because uh, we get to evolve with it. Like, And that's where I said, what I know now won't be enough in a month's time. Mm-hmm. Man, so true. And you know what I mean? That, that works, I guess that works with everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's not just a, a fighter's mentality and it's really going to work for it's going to work that's with just all a sports. winner's attitude yeah. Yeah. yes winner's attitude but business mm-hmm. anyone you could take that and you know mm-hmm. what I mean it goes anywhere like in, and it's it's just so true yep. so that's why the information's there and we're lucky enough to be yeah. able to reach out and, and do that yeah. with podcasts and things yeah. like this and you know it's 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 pretty incredible but again it's just uh, all them one percenters man it, it makes a, a big difference yeah. mm-hmm. and then hard work that's a whole different beast right yeah. there yeah how do you consume that content the content to get yourself better for a fight. I obviously know the coaches mm-hmm. say this, but your fight IQ is right up there with some of the best, obviously, with your game plans and yep. strategies without giving anything away. Yep. Do you study the stuff? Do you, Joe comes to you with, this is the game plan, this is how we're going to execute, and you just literally download all that and just repeat and rinse and just keep doing going after it, inspiring, and then just keep tactically building on your skill set from there? Yeah, man. Well, it's the beauty, again, like uh, with the, the one percenters and we're talking about that, it's like you, you've got to trust these people that are giving you that information too. Yep. So like I can go out there and, and the, you know, but luckily enough we've got a team around us that oh, yeah, we want to work this, 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 this. I trust in what they're telling me. Obviously I'm still working things that I do very well. Uh, and the things that are always going to be, you know, you, you always want to have a really good base and, and things like that. But again, the game plan goes so far, but it, anything can change in the fight. So you need to be ready for everything. But, um, you know, it's just, uh, you know, they come to me and I just trust what they're going to tell me. Even while I was fighting, like even Max say, like, uh, you know, people ask, uh, 
hey, did you know you were in front? Or I go, I had to ask my cornerman, mm. how are we going? And I trust them. So they're telling me, mm. you're doing good. Keep doing it. Even though I was like, oh, is this more close than I think? You know, I don't know. And so you just got to have, have, have trust in your nutritionists mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. Even your physios, when it comes to injuries and things mm. like that, just, just uh, you know, trusting them. Like sometimes, again, when I was struggling with my back, I was so worried about using my back and doing things and it was really affecting my career yeah. at the time. But then I had uh, the right information. I had them telling me, go, no, you're sweet. Do this, 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 this. All right. A professional's telling me I'm sweet. All right, I'm sweet. Mm-hmm. And... Never been more thankful about it, you know what I mean? Absolute game changer. So that just goes, you just got to have trust in your team. I think there's something though, like, I mean, you could be, you could blindly trust people, right? But I think that there's a thing that you obviously have as a person Mm -hmm. where like one of your boys just says like, dude, you're being a fucking idiot, you know, like, and if you can be that guy that can then listen and be like, all right, man, fair enough. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the only way to where you get to the stage where you're in the championship fight with Max Holloway. And if you were down, you know, your coaches could say like, nah, man, like you got to, you know what I mean? You are down. You've got to, you've got to put it in. Mm-hmm. And it's like being a coachable person yep. in yourself. Like that's the only, that allows that trust to be built yep. because like, how many athletes have yes men around them? Mm-hmm. And it's like they're, the they're a yes man for their own reasons, but then they're, a lot of times they're a yes man because the athlete don't want to hear that shit. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that fall from the top of the sport that can't hear it. So it's like, yeah, you're trusting those people, but you've obviously done something on your end to like give those people the license to be honest with you. Yeah. you know? yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a really good point. And it's, yeah, that's true, 100%. So that's, um, yeah, again, that's a... That's that's pretty pretty good. Like you you touching on that, but that's that's exactly how how, how I feel. It is like mm. with uh, with uh, with them. So they <laughs> are they are honest. Like they are completely honest. They, they'll tell me if like you look shit. Like you yeah. know what I mean. So you can't grow past like yeah, exactly not having right. that truth. Yeah, and then uh, you know, and I uh, mean, I again like so having trust in in your your team and obviously being a, being a good team and molding together but then you go back to like we're talking about fight IQ and, and things like that it's I'm a type of person that I will uh, a man like a you know I'm, I might not be the cleverest with some things but when it comes to fighting or even yeah. you know you know they talk about street smarts and all this like I'm, I'm pretty good at figuring out things yeah mm-hmm. I can uh, problem solve I can do that put me in a bad position I'm gonna find my way out of there you know, you're, I'm going to know, someone's going to show me, you know, they're going to tell me what to do. That might not work, but, you know, you've got to get to here, but it's easier said than done. Yeah. So I'm going to f- work out how I can at least get to that position yeah. to get me, so I can do what he done mm-hmm. or, or what he told me to do or whatever it is. So when you're constantly doing that, and again, adapting, that's what, that's yeah. what, that's my favorite word when it comes to this sort of stuff. But, uh, you know, it's just something that even, uh, it's funny, we've been talking about it. Again, some people are just different as well, and and maybe uh, this just reminded me because even at the gym, when I'm demonstrating techniques, the visualization you can see me doing, the boys are laughing about it, like, but like it's good, like they understand yeah. how cool it is. Like I'm picturing this person's stopping me. Yeah. I'm doing the face expressions, and I'm like, <laughs> mate, I'm telling you, I'm going right into it. Like yeah. you know what I mean? I go into detail. Yeah. I'm here, and then like you know, I'm showing them that I'm struggling to get my knee. I finally get there elbow I'm battling this arm to get my elbow in like and you mm. see me like ah squirming my way out like just <laughs> pretending that someone's holding me down and yeah. I'm finding my way and like you know and it's funny like how how we're, we're laughing about that but they're saying like obviously that that works obviously mm. that's real visual, visualization right yeah, there and so that's yeah. like you know passion I mean? though too yeah, well, yeah. It, it 
it like is. You're fully feeling yeah, it. Yeah, so there's just little things like that. So I am a, I'm a type of person that, you know, you show me something. Uh, again, I, I am a easily taught, but I, again, I've I got the brains when it comes to this sort of mm. stuff yeah. where I, I can uh, figure things out. And I, you show me one thing and I'll, I'll use that in 20 different ways. Yeah, that's you know sick. what I mean? You show me a, a triangle and it was like, obviously, now that you showed me how that triangle, the mechanics of that, now I know how to get out. You told me how to do this. You want to do this. Oh, well, I'm going to stop them from doing this when I'm defending a triangle. Yeah, like so. It's it 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 goes both ways. So every time I get shown some there's concepts and there's mm. movements, mechanics, and everything like that. And I re I'm, I guess that's something that I really really notice and I really take in like the mechanics of how things work and and I can you know really use that in so many different ways. Mm. You know what I mean? Again, like it, when a wall work, you know, a lot of stuff. That's a that's not as much information to Woolwork, but I mean, just from me being in the position so many times and, you know, it's a, you know, again, like I'm, I'm, that's just one of my, my, my favorite positions. Like people talk about, uh, you know, like say with the, the Khabib fight, you know, people are like, oh, you know, how are you going to get up? Like, Trust yeah. me, <laughs> I'm going to get up. You know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll get up and like, you know, it's just, there's no real, I ain't just going to do a sweep or something. There's just, you know, being in that position and figuring myself, figuring things out for so long. You know what I mean? Like it's just I'm one man, hard hard man to hold down, mm. and I understand how to get up. And like, you know, there's more than just standing up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. And you give me a little bit, I'm gonna, I'll do twenty different movements just so I can be an inch further this way. That'll help me get to this inch. You know what I mean? Like so anyway, it's just again hard work and just uh, you know understanding the game and the concepts of mechanics of everything, and obviously having a good team around you. That I'm just trying to say that the success is so much more than just just. Me obviously yeah. knowing the fight game, having a great team around me, having a you know just just everything, everything all about it. My motivation, even my family's supportive wife, everything, man, it all comes in. It's much bigger than me. Mm. Have you been with Joe from the start of your MMA career? Day one in the gym, first day in an MMA gym was at Joe's gym. See, I respect the yeah, shit. You got to respect that. That's mm. fuck, man. Yep. That loyalty just makes me so happy. The fact that we have an, a, a champion here from Australia yeah. and he has been with his coach from day one. Mm. I feel, I find that so rare. Yeah. It's a, well, it's, it's, well, it is rare. And the thing is, man, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Do you know how many people have said to me, people that are like, uh, you know, they're at the gym, they're like friends, you know, obviously, but they're like, you know, we'll sometimes pull you aside and be like, man, you, you need to go to America and, mm. and, you know, and say stuff like this. And they're not, they're not knocking. They're not being disrespectful. They're not trying to. But that's the path that's, that's what, been created before. Well, yes, that's yeah. what they think. That's what yeah. they believe. Yeah, the grass is always green on the other side. Yeah. So, and I'm like. This is what he's doing. This yeah, is what he's doing. exactly. But don't get me wrong. You know, there is information that you can get a hold of and all that. But that's what, that's one good thing about Joe as well. Like being a good coach is knowing that I don't know everything. Yeah. I'm happy for him to go to City Kickboxing. Yeah, I'm happy for him to go to 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 Thailand and learn wrestling or whatever it is, you know, at yeah. Tiger Muay Thai. So I we can you learn as much, and he knows I'm going to come back. Yeah, man. So mm. like we go there, I go with him half yeah. the time, mm. and we learn and we evolve together. You know what I mean? So it's a, again like a someone with zero insecurities. Yeah, he, well, just, he he knows like he knows, yeah. and he's got your best interests at heart. Exactly obviously. right. And at the end of the day, it's it's. For his best interest as yeah. well. Because again, if you can understand that, oh, I don't know everything, but you know what I mean? So that means you're going to be, you're going to be eager and you're going to be keen to get more information that, that can help you 
teach your students or teach yourself. How did you guys meet? Did you did you just, just the gym? you just walked into the I walked gym? Into like the gym. Intro gay, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I walked into the gym. I even got a little story. This is a, a st- walking into the gym. So I could have turned around, and this maybe I wouldn't have even met Joe. Yeah. So I went in. I, I walk in. I'm like, I need you know. As you know, I used to be heavy when I played rugby league, yeah. and uh, I wanted to be like, oh, I won't let just let myself completely go. Preseason. I'm going to keep fit. I'm going to go to MMA gym because I've always loved martial arts. So I rock up and there's a, a walk in, about to walk into the front door of the gym. First time I've ever been there. And this guy walks out that used to go to my school, who's older than me. And man, I, I actually know, like, I don't know him, but I, I'm certain because he's into the, the fight. You know, he probably listens to my podcast when I tell this story. Like, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I've said this a few times. I'm like, sorry, mate, but, you know, I've got to tell this story. But, um, <laughs> you know, and I walk in and then he literally, like, again, it's it frustrates me even, like, who says that type of stuff? But anyway, so I walk in and, like, as I'm about to walk in, he sits there and he goes, what are you doing here? You'll get smashed. And, like, you know, oh, that wow. was the first thing. I haven't even walked in the door yet. First thing at Joe's gym, yeah. you know, if Joe heard that, mate, he would have <laughs> Joe would have fixed him up on the spot. Yeah. But uh, you know, I was like, oh, I just sort of laughed it off and didn't really care. And I went in and and got the application and all that anyway. But you know, what I mean? imagine if I turned around yeah, because this man. idiot would just have. Well, why would you even say that? I'm a nice guy. There's yeah, no yeah. reason for you to say that to me. And then, like, you know, imagine what he's thinking now. You said that to the UFC world champ, like you know what I mean. Be careful what you say, you know what I mean. Like far out, but again, like if the wrong person even heard that, like you know, that's a, you know, again, like, I always talk about people forget what uh, you know what gyms are all about, respect mm. and you know discipline and all this type of stuff, and you know, you a lot of people miss that, you know, with yeah, everything yeah. that happens. But that's what it's all about, and I guarantee you, if Joe heard that. He wouldn't have. He wouldn't have let uh, that guy back in the gym. Mm. He goes, yeah. "You do not do that. Not only you're probably going to lose my customers. Like, yeah. I don't want that shit here." Mm. You know, how what many mean? years ago would that have been? That was nine years ago. Nine years ago, man. It says so much for Joe. For for you know, we all know how much time we spend in our gyms, and you know, it molds us as who we are as people. And for Alex to be who he is today and the type of champ he is, still respectful, so much humility. It shows what a person Joe is, mm. because Joe is molded. Alex to a certain degree and imparted so much of his wisdom and all these sorts of things. So like a lot of what Alex is today has obviously come from Joe. So mm. that's why it's so good to hear Joe getting some props and things like that. And now like Joey Lopez, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. master splinter. Right. <laughs> man, you said nine years and mm-hmm. many, a lot of people may think that's a long time, but that is such a condensed window. That's mm. nine years when you walked in the gym. So from... <laughs> I don't know when you got in t- exactly into the UFC, but you've had your foot on the pedal. 2017. Yeah. Ah, right. You've had you've had your foot on the pedal to go from that to a UFC champ. It's not a long it's not a long period of time, man. Like well, that's that's moving. Well, exactly right. So yeah. that's why a lot of you look at that and then you sit there, man. It's like it's crazy how quickly I've done yeah, it. But man. That's There's only so like much you room said. to grow. Yeah. Like, isn't that scary too? That you're the champ yeah, in nine yeah. years, and it's exactly. like nine years of that kind of training. It's like, ah, give yourself another five. Let's see what we could do. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. a that's a fucking yeah, scary guy in five it, years. Yeah. And uh, look, could, could everyone do that? Maybe not. You know, yeah. are people uh, you know sure. you know bred different a little bit? I've always, I think I've always been a little bit different to people as well. Like whether you know when it comes to strength and things, like I've always been a lot stronger than people. Like even when I wrestled, like you know when I was younger, I was. 
always heavy set, right? So I've versed people two, three years older than me. And back then when you're 12 years old, that's a big that's deal. That's a big deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're versing someone two years older than me, that's a big deal. Yeah. And I'll kick these guys' asses, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's normal. Like, I remember even walking the streets and, like, not walking the streets, sorry, walking at, like, it was a, a wrestling pre- presentation in Sydney. So it was all different uh, wrestling schools. And, oh, there's that kid that gets all the older kids, you know what I mean? So I was, like, even, like, sort of known. And then playing football, uh, we got to, you know, people have game plans to hold me down, and you know what I mean? So, or, you know, every time... Yeah, you know, I don't talk about myself because I'm not like that. It's but your podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a champ. I'm a champ. I can say what I want. You know what I mean? But you know, we even my teammates, humble. I've always, always, uh, you know, when the when people are talking about me, there's always like they just talk about that yeah. the hard work and just made this, this. It just doesn't stop. Like even when I play football, I'll do free hit ups in the set of yeah. six and things like that. You know, you talk to my mates, I'll be like, I'll be there. I'm the type of guy that. We're on our and we're on our goal line. I'm like, give me the ball, like you know, I'm yeah, getting us out yeah. of here. You know what I mean? Like, and I'll go and I'll get back. Someone else will run. I'm like, give me the ball again. I'm going again. Like I've literally done like three hit ups in the set of six, like countless times yeah. in in every match. Like, you know what I mean? So and then people like I've just always been like that. Mm. Uh, but you know, it's just uh, with everything, everything I did, like arm wrestling as well, and what, what <laughs> whatever. You know what I mean? I've always been that little bit different, always stronger than everyone's yeah. like. And then fitness and, you know, people are like, man, he just never stopped, you know what I mean? And then training, even when I first started training, man, this kid's like, you know what I mean? So I've always been. Yeah. What someone games know, you People playing, could though? notice that I was, you know, so much stronger than most other people. Yeah. Look at the gas tank on him, you know, yeah. just things like that, you know. But guys like you, being like, obviously, you, there's, there's guys like you in like, in every gym, I feel like, and they're like, got that. Like, there's a guy that I know that I used to mountain bike with and he's a parts rep for Honda. Dude, like, dude's no nobody, doesn't do anything professionally. He's like a fucking Navy SEAL man, like <laughs> on the mountain bike. He just will outwork everybody. He's got, and there's no reason for it. He's got no business doing it. He doesn't have to do it. But there's something in his head yeah. and there's a game that he's playing with himself that I don't even know exists. Mm-hmm. And I've got my tongue in the chain and I want to go home already. And he's just like, he's just desperate to get into this zone where other people don't want to go. And to me, like when I hear guys like you talk, I'm like, what the fuck are you playing? Like what, what <laughs> game is it in the head that you're, I don't play? You you're know? relating that to a physical scenario, whereas mm. we'd say that to you when I looked at Instagram the other day and at 5am you're already in your podcast studio and yeah. you, you're doing mm. work. So it's just like you're channeling the same tenacity into your thing. Mm. These guys are doing it from in athletic pursuits. Yeah, I think celery, man, you know both ways, right? Yeah. Because yeah, well, that's true. true. Well, man, I, I was actually going to say because I've wrestled or rolled with you, I would find it so hard to imagine you not making it in footy, like some someone with your tenacity. Because to be honest, mm. it, this is going to sound bad, and, and I'm coming from a rugby league player. There isn't half as much skill in rugby league as there is in MMA. Like, you're not just thinking about that much. You're thinking, get off the ground, run as hard as you can into another body, try and run (laughs) over the top of him. Don't drop the footy. Don't drop the footy. (laughs) Get up, play the ball quickly. Or on the opposite side, that guy's got the ball, I need to fucking bury him. Mm -hmm. Like, that's kind of all the things that are really Mm -hmm. running through your head for 80 minutes and repeating that over and over again and knowing Volko. It's all, and footy has a lot of luck to it. 
Some is the bounce of the ball. Some of it's the coaching. Some of it's like you just got picked in the right rep team and you had the better players around yeah, you. Yeah, the morale of the guys yeah, around you. You were yeah. just born into an era where you just had the best team and the guy inside and outside of you were guns that made you look great so you can go to the next level quite easily where I, just in my head, because I knew you were playing footy, just always thought, man, he must have just had unlucky breaks not to have made it into the NRL, although you're clearly doing something way better now. But mm-hmm. if you were pursuing an NRL career, it had to have done something with the bounce of the ball not going your way, just because I know your mindset and physicality. Or, or being young and silly, yeah, as yeah. well. You know what I mean? So uh, that was a uh, – I did – like I think uh, I could have uh, – could have maybe, like obviously you're going into, because I was in rep sides at yeah. a young age, so Harold Matts and all that, that's yeah. where it starts. You, yeah, know? you go sure. there, you're in the, you're there, people know you, and you, you know what I mean? And you just obviously continue going from there. And then like you're already in people's uh, eyes, and yep. you know, they, they, they're already uh, seen you before and they, they, they got their eye on you. So I was in like rep sides, but I remember the type of person I am as well, where um, I couldn't get lifts and I had to scab lifts off people that I knew and I couldn't do it. Like, I felt bad. I felt like I, I was a burden to them. Mm. So, like, that pulled me away from going to the train and not really thinking of it, what it could do. So, I didn't – I stopped, like, going. I remember, like, a, like it seems so silly now. That's but crazy now yeah. to think that. Eh? Yeah, so I was, like, sitting there and I, like, because I, I had a – Billy Trebassi, his name, his parents used to take us. So he had to come and then pick me up and then take me there and, uh, you know, and then I, I was just, like, because my parents were working at the time, the yeah. time that I had to train. So, I was, like – I couldn't do it anymore and I didn't want to, I stopped asking and then I just didn't go. And then I decided to go back. This is a pretty funny story now. I went maybe like a, a month later. I decided to try and just go yep. back and they're like, mate, that doesn't work like that. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, just, well, I was like, oh, yeah, sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it. You know, that that's it. probably how simple it is. Yeah. No, I never been, ne- never got in a, 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 that like the Dragons ever again after that. You know, yeah. I don't even think I tried after that because I was embarrassed. Was, that was just it. So yeah. I made like a rep that's side. You know, yeah. So that was a, at a young age too. Yeah. And again, like even I made the, made the side and like yeah. I had a few eyes on me there and then I was just like, oh, and it's like, oh, all these kids not yeah, committed. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then like, in, but look, they probably look at me like this kid's not committed, he's not going to go anywhere. But then to look at me now and be like, I believe I'm like, man, like, was I not committed then? Like, well, what happened then? Like, yeah. did, did me just being too nice and not want to be a burden for someone really stop me doing that? Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. But so, yeah, like you said, maybe it was just because I was meant to be a UFC mm, champ. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's what yeah. it is, you know? I don't for know. sure, man. Did your, awesome. did your like philosophy, because like, what you t- when we started, what you're talking about is like stoicism, which is like old school Greek philosophy. Like, don't let the highs get too high. Don't get the lows too low. It's like, is that a thing that you've just like, it's like this slow ramp up for you where it's like you've just got more on top of this mindset because it's obviously not like you're going back and reading all that shit to like figure it out. It's like you're kind of crafting this, mm-hmm. like your own psychology that's like custom built yep. for you. And it's like, the apex of that now is the UFC champ. Like, can, do you think that that's probably an element too, where it's like, it's just slowly over time, just you got more and more on top of your own mind and you got around all of these little things like not asking for a lift, yep. not walking out of the gym when the guy gives you shit. It's like, they're these little sort of mm-hmm. things where it's like this custom built philosophy that you're creating that, that now leads to success. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And you could, does that come down to like life experiences? And yeah, sure, just you know accumulation. I mean? and, and it was funny when you talked about uh, that bike rider. 
and like a and you were saying that guy was riding the bike and the way he was and man like a again experience so w- when I was saying like when I'm younger and I'm put in these positions and I'm gonna f- figure out like or like again like when I was talking about the diet and nutrition and and not eating enough but being able to do it and then yeah. so you can mentally get yourself through that as like then you know what I mean like you so if, imagine say he was riding a bike and then he had this busted ass bike that he grew up with that <laughs> yeah. that was like 20 times harder to ride than any other bike because yeah. it just wouldn't work properly and like that's what he's used to yeah that's what he's yeah. he's 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 adapted to this terrible bike that he probably you know would be faster walking you know what I mean but yeah. like that's what he's used to right and then you give him these other bikes like oh this is a walk in the park you know what I mean through life experiences and you know what I mean and, and being it you know, maybe because I feel like I've always uh, did that. Like, you know, no matter how tough things were, I just was always going to just push myself through it mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, whatever. And then, then as you're just doing that, it made me who I am, right? Mm. That's what I said. Like, that's just who I am now. Mm. I don't know any different. I'm just a hard worker. I'm just going to figure my way out, out of this and I'm just going to make it happen. But I think it's through, like, you know, being young and me just trying to work things out and then, you know, oh, this is getting hard. I oh, know you'll be right. You know, me just doing yeah like you said like just building this uh, in my, in my, myself you know like yeah. uh, what was the word you used it's just like Stoicism. a custom philosophy but you know like <laughs> you know what i mean i think uh, yeah 100 because you can sort of see people that like they've got all these kind they got like ingredients but it's like ingredients themselves don't make a sick cake like you can kind of have everything there, yeah. but it's like yeah. you take someone to like put it together mm-hmm. at the right time, goes in at the right time, it comes out at the right time. And it's like, yeah, just from just listening sure, to you, yeah. not knowing too much of your story, it's almost, it's almost like you've just kind of logged all this information and it's yeah. like you've custom built this program like mentally mm-hmm. to now let you do kind of like whatever you want really. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's literally the perfect segue talking about, you know, um, his philosophy, his philosophies at now becoming a champion and all of his experiences and his mindset leading up to that, to that moment. And now he's obviously bringing out, or not obviously, but he's bringing out a, a children's book. Yeah. Which is just dope. Tell us about that. Well, like, yeah, that's a, again, we, we talk about, I talk about, yeah, me not wanting to be a burden to someone, you know what I mean? And, and I, I always get asked this question, like even through UFC, people would uh, say to me, oh, you need to talk shit. You need to do mm. this. It's just mm. not who I am, right? I like, and I, I just, I don't care. I, it's not who I am. I'm not going to be fake. You know what I mean? I got to be the champ. That's something that I'm proud of as well. I got to be the champ being who I am. Yeah. So that's something I'm proud of and something I'll always be proud of. But then we talk about, you know, you talk about your brand, right? And this is right up my alley. You know, I believe, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I take pride in being that, a respectful man, you know, family man, and you know that's what I, that's what I'm all about. You know what I mean? And I ain't no saint. I'm saying I ain't saying I'm perfect, but I mean at the same time, these are things I believe in. I believe our uh, our sports full of guys like us as well. Mm. Like you know, you know, we're portrayed as a lot of times thugs. You know, what I mean, that's one thing that I want to change because we ain't. And the, some of the nicest people I've ever met is through this sport, mm-hmm. and uh, and I truly do believe that. And again, what it comes down to, if you know martial arts, you know it's all about discipline hard work and respect and like as i said you know and, and i'm all about that and people don't get to see that so this opportunity came and not not only do i believe like that's right up my alley and something i can be proud of though i can give back and you know i think it's how good is this but uh, you know i think uh, you know we deserve it as well i think the sport deserves it and uh, you know we, d- we don't 
where we're pretty much done and where we're actually, I think it's good for the UFC. Mm-hmm. Man, and great. the UFC actually, uh, you know, use it probably the first to hear this. They're actually going to be helping us with it. So they're actually jumping cool. on board yeah. with it. And, uh, and again, it's something that I take a lot of pride in because, again, I'm not yeah. saying I'm the only nice UFC, but there's, we're f- mate, some of the, ni- again, some of the nicest people yeah. I've ever met is in this sport. And, uh, you know, we're portrayed as, as thugs, as people that chuck, dollies through buses or whatever it is and like people forget where it comes from because obviously that's exciting and that's what these you know that's the blueprint that everyone needs to do and and i ain't all about that yeah, and everyone man. knows anyone everyone knows me knows that i ain't about that so i was like people are like oh yeah but what's your brand i'm like this is my brand that's my brand that's yeah. who i am and i'm proud of it and um, i got to do this my way yeah. not listen to you and make me be something i'm not i got to do i get to be me my whole, through the whole process and now i'm going to use yeah. who i am that's my brand. Yeah, man. You know that's what I mean? Who, that's who the, we want to be associated with. And I remember the first time that- um, That's G-shit. Yeah, yeah. Fuck <laughs> When we first got talked about Volks, about the opportunity of sponsor Volks and where um, I'm a dad of two and I remember sitting there and like you said, there's a lot of shit talkers that are out there. They get a lot of media mm-hmm. and they'll continue to get media. It is, it is what it is and I'm not about that, obviously, either. And I remember seeing one of your social media posts that made me go, we've got to sponsor that guy. And it was your daughter that was watching a UFC event and you had a caption that just said, never quit because you never know who's watching. That's awesome. And it was your daughter. And it it, it would have been around the time she probably just started walking Mm -hmm. and she was like sitting casually and then all of a sudden saw you on TV and just like popped up and just yeah. like started running at the TV mm. and like yeah. high-fiving. And I was like, man, that that's the shit that motivates me. We got a sponsor. That's what we want to get behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a, as a brand, a, as humans in general, we should be getting behind more people that are doing that type of stuff because that's what you want to set the example for your kids and your kids' mm-hmm. kids. And that that's the type of stuff that... I want to be associated with and I know all you boys are the same that want to be associated with where people are doing the right things, being fathers, being husbands, being being good members of their community, providing back and setting that example, doing kids books that show I, I'm so stoked to get the book when it when it finally does come out because I would be the first book that I read to my kids, but show man, I was working hard, I was a concreter, I was playing footy. I thought that maybe I should quit, but I didn't quit. Then I kept doing this and now I'm here and this is what can be for you as well. Like that's the type of stuff that it's great the UFC are getting on board with it because mm-hmm. they do promote a lot of shit talking, but you can tell that they're wanting to promote more good guys like yourself and others that are doing that great stuff as well, which is, yeah, it's just sick. Well, it's, it's the timing of it is actually pretty good because no one's done it. And then again, yeah. it's a, we're always trying to, when you're talking about promoting, like the, Man, it just seems like we're always trying to Im- impress or like, you know, the direction of every marketing or promotion. It just, oh, yeah, let's just I- impress these people that want to see. But there's so many people like yourself that mm. that love, a, a, you know, a respectful, honourable, just, you know, guy that can kick ass, you know, at the yeah. end of the day. Like, we go, all right, let's, let's – well, one thing that people forget is like, oh, I'm going to do all this, but I lose – all these people that I'm trying to impress forget about me like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. the that's the truth. I'm like Conor McGregor's where he's at. Luckily, because he was winning. Yeah. If he was losing, he wouldn't be nowhere near the man he is today. Yeah, I don't care how good his mouth is. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It, it fast tracked him. 
I believe that, and I got nothing. Like I res- like I've got respect for people that do that. If they choose that, I'm not I'm not hating on them. You kind of need me. all of it in Mate, the do, in the bro. UFC. 100%. Like you need the good guys, you need the bad guys. Like if everyone you need, was yep. you, it's like oh cool, the UFC is full of these like real nice dudes. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's like you need 100%. it. It doesn't have the same X factor like that diversity. But I think like what you're doing that's cool and it is that. You're just being yourself. So yeah, Connor's agree. being himself. Like he ain't yeah. faking it. That's who he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's cool that that dude exists. And it's also cool that a dude like you exists. And mm-hmm. we get to see like kind of all those yep. people. I think the problem is when people like you don't have the balls to be themselves because they want to sort of copy what yeah. other people are doing, you know? Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, But I mean, we get told, like I guarantee you, like these fighters, you get told from all different directions. They That's like sort of the direction... You, you're sort of trying to be forced to go. Yeah. yeah. If you get what I'm trying to say, yeah? yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, you got to do this. And I get it. I understand it. But at the end of the day, like, again, we need them all anyway. Mm. And uh, at the at the same time, you know, you don't want, you ca- like, it's, people are going to get over the same bullshit as yeah, well. Like, you see something sure. like, I sometimes like, 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 oh, man, like, you know, Colby Covington, and then he Maga starts on this, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, oh man, like I'm over it now. Like, you know, I start to cringe yeah. when I hear, look, don't get me wrong, Conor McGregor's good at it. And there's so many guys that are good at it. And like, I, I love it and it is entertaining. I want to watch it. So I, I get that. Yeah. But don't tell me I have to do that. Yeah. Mm. Don't act like I have to do that. Like, no, I don't. Has it ever I understand and I respect him for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even, even if he wasn't a piece of shit, say like, you know, Conor McGregor, Say like, uh, you know, say he's just doing it, goes, I don't care what you think about me. Oh, my family know who I am. Mm-hmm. And say he was putting on an act for everyone, make money. The people that I care about know who I am. So I don't care what you think about me. I'll be like, oh, good on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Good on you. But then you start seeing him, you know, mm. hitting old men and doing all this sort of stuff. And you're like, oh, maybe he's a bit of a, p- a piece of a shit. I, th- yeah. I think you'd grow into that though, wouldn't you? Like you're, you're trying to create a persona yeah. and live yeah. it, into that persona for so long and it's become becomes your career and you see yourself on TV and you're getting all this attention and then you become that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like professional actors and actresses and or actors, um, how they'll sort of prepare for a character and then they can't get they can't back. Get they can't get back to their yeah, real self. Yeah. Like they forget who they are as a person. For sure, man. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, that that but is definitely true. What I was going to ask is, do you think it's hurt any opportunities for you? We've just just not obviously sort of like not wanting to talk n- shit. Yeah, yeah well, not, man, not look, look, it's a. I'll guarantee. Like you know, I'll tell you, it's a, it's probably a, it's a slower process. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it is a slower process. I guarantee, if I was shit talking and then winning it and doing that stuff, yeah, I'll probably. Could I have got that title shot quicker? Uh, you know what I mean. Like you know, would I be? Could I be on the on the the, the main event instead of co-main event? Like you, yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. But uh, at the end of the day, here's a good example. Max Holloway is a is is a, a good. Yeah, now everyone's like, oh, he's marketable. Yeah, rah, rah, rah. He was in this. He was in a position where. He was on a what? what how many fight win streak it was, was he on? Long, man. He was on a huge mm, winning streak before they like even gave him an opportunity. So long. They were trying to say he wasn't marketable and all this type of stuff. Like so at, right. the, at the end of the it's day, true. why is he marketable? Because he's a winner. Because yeah. he goes out there, kicks ass, and because you eventually he's you got no choice but to see him in he's front undeniable. of you. You're gonna yeah. like him. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? He's he's yeah. a cool dude. You know, put put a camera in someone's face, people are gonna like him. Mm-hmm. But put the camera in the damn you know, put the camera in the champ's face. You don't just have to try and, you know, oh yeah, put chuck all my chips in this one basket. Yeah. They lose, oh shit. You know what I mean? Mate, 
spread the load a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Tuck yeah, a camera in front of me for a while, you know yeah. what I mean? People, again, like people, they think that, oh, they only want to see this, they only want to see that. How many of the people I talk to, I'm on podcasts and people that want to be inspired by something, people want to learn something, people want to, you know, they want to listen to this and take something out of it. You know what I mean? And that's what a lot of people, so right there, like I make, yeah. put a camera in front of me and, and watch one of my one of, one of my uh, training sessions and I guarantee you I can, I can inspire someone, but just someone seeing that, that hard yeah. work. Man. You get what I mean? Like it's, yeah. you know, just, it's just. It ain't a secret. Like yeah. it's right there if you're looking for it. Man. Yeah, man. It's True. just, uh, anyway, like I sort of went a bit off track there, but I'm just trying to say, there's so many other ways that, that people, you know, again, like like you said, there's yeah. so many people that that love right. the re, a respectful champion that will do that. But again, we do want to see, we do want to see people yeah. talk shit. But I mean, if that's who you are, that's who you are. I think that what Don't people- Don't force me to be someone not. I think what people want to see, like ultimately is like, you can see fakes. Yeah. You can see fakes everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, and we are a very good judge of like, oh, that dude's like kind of not being himself. Mm -hmm. Colby Covington. I guarantee yeah. that if I went and had a coffee with Colby Covington, that motherfucker ain't walking downstairs with a MAGA hat mm -hmm. on, right. two belts and four chicks that he's mm -hmm. paid right. because it's not him. Yep. And it's like everyone can see it. It's super obvious. And it's like you can see that on so many different levels. And I think that like there's nothing flashy, special right. about you, your message. Like you ain't got shit talking that you're doing there's no like uh no narrative you're trying to push mm -hmm. but it's just like oh there's just a genuine dude and with connor you can see like i guarantee if he wasn't connor mcgregor the the superstar and you were training jujitsu with him he would be talking shit yeah. like constantly talking yeah. that's who that dude yeah. would be and if you went out to a bar after he'd be talking shit at somebody and then he probably would get it. Like, that's just who that dude is. So mm -hmm. it's believable. Mm -hmm. And yep. it's like what you were saying is I think people, they, they want to play this character because they're like, this will fast track me in the UFC. This will do this. This will do that. But you can see through it. And the thing is, is like you've, you want to have a long career and it's like to make that stuff sustainable, it's so much easier to be yourself over a long period of, of time yeah, than to be someone fake over like a condensed period yeah, of time. Yeah, 100%. And it doesn't help. Colby Covington, when he even says that he's, like he's, yeah, he's, he's doing, said yeah. that he's, uh, yeah. you know, I'm oh, doing yeah. this and, you know, and then started like trying to get sympathy for people, you know, him yeah. needing security guards because yeah. he's putting on this persona. I was like, you asked for mate, it, bro. Yeah, mate, that's what you wanted. You own yeah. that shit. Like, yeah, if you're exactly, going to go that route, don't sit there and try and get sympathy from me. Like, that ain't going to happen. But it's just, it's, it's funny. It is, it's weird. Like, it's just, I get, like, we, we understand it. It's entertainment and, and all that. I, I totally get that. No. I really do. But again, at the, at the end of the day, uh, people, mate, look, I guarantee you Americans would love just a, an Aussie, mate. Yeah, Aussies, they love Aussies over there. Get yeah, a nice true, regular yeah, sure. Aussie bloke. He's like, hey, there you go, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. There you go. Chuck a shrimp on the barbie. Yeah. Let's go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, you well, know. look at the shoey. How much the shoey blows yeah, exactly up. Right. You know, like, like you get tired doing a shoey and it's just like everyone just loses their shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly, man. It's just, just, that's what I mean. But, the, but again, you know, a lot of people say this is the, the way direction that, oh, Mayweather did it. Uh, Conor McGregor did it. Mm -hmm. This is the only way. Mm. So every time you do that, all right. Let's uh, let's everyone the media and then the UFC and everyone let's just promote that and market that yeah. and everyone's just going that direction. So like everyone's trying to get sucked into this direction. I was like, well, no, well that ain't who's me. It, who's it's going to be slower champ? for me. It's going to be slower yeah. for me. But I guarantee you, I'm going to keep winning. I'm mm -hmm. telling you, yeah. I'm going to keep winning. Exactly. Yeah. Man. And 
the, it's, it's gonna it, we, it's price. gonna you know you're just gonna get bigger and bigger and bigger as as it happens and like that's at the end of the day people people want to know winners and they want to know why you're a winner yeah. and that's what motivates it that's what inspires them you know what I mean so you know it, again it's just it is what it is that's just how it's it is today we talk about it just that, before with the last dance the thing that I loved most about that doco was the fact that they portray Jordan however you want to portray him and everything like that. He has came across as I win at all costs. I do everything. He was the biggest athlete, still one of the biggest athletes worldwide. But how much and how entertaining was he? Like he wasn't actually going out there being a loose maniac in bars, punching people. Mm. Like he was competitive. Like they showed how competitive he was against his opponents Mm. and saying, you're not going to beat me. And he would play these games in his head like that guy talked shit about me. They didn't. He would just say that (laughs) so he could fire himself up. But people just respect winning. At the end of the day, no matter which way you do it, Mm However, you cut and dice it, you cannot re- you cannot not respect someone that just goes out and puts it on the line and keeps winning, keeps grinding, keeps hustling. That's entertainment. Yeah. Like in, in its purest form, is someone that just goes out there and keeps putting it on the line, keeps showing up, keeps getting the results, keeps escalating themselves. George Sapier didn't talk shit. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the most loved athletes in, in the sport. One of the biggest athlete, athletes probably, as well. Yeah. He, so every you, you every the, bit the of it. Goats and the biggest names. Yeah. Obviously, Conor like McGregor now. Superstar. Yeah, well, those man, fir- yeah. the superstars that we, we all know were your Anderson Silvers, yep. your George St. Pierre's, your Aldos. Yep. These guys were nothing but respectful. Yeah. Yeah. These guys were, why, why were they such big stars? Because we they could kick ass and they were the best exactly. in the world. They're winners, like you said. Yeah. People remember that. In a lot of sports, that's all that matters. Mm. You know, that's what well, they that's promote. Sort of what you they do promote it for. how good you are. Exactly. That's it should, the, that's it the, should be that. That's the marketing right there. It how good is this kid? Exactly. This kid's the best. No one's taking him out. He's the yeah. best. And then people are like, yeah, he's the best. You know, and they exactly. love it. <laughs> ours you know, yeah. is a little bit different. It's you know? true, man. It's, it's crazy. But, you know, like you, because oh, I even mentioned that while I'm talking about it, as in, look, he's not doing nothing. He's not out there talking. And look at the, how much of a star he man. was. Why? Because he's the best. Yeah, that's what people remember. And again, I ain't salty about. It. I understand it. Yeah. All right. I get that. I understand it. Maybe it is going to be a longer process, but I ain't planning on losing anytime soon. No. I know I'm going to get there. Yeah. Hard work's going to get me there. Yeah. People are going to. I'm going to be in everyone's face. Even if Dana don't want it, I'm going to be in your face. I'm going to yeah. keep winning. Just accept it. Yeah, the good thing. <laughs> Jump on board. <laughs> Jump on board. It's going to happen. Let's the good do thing it. is you're not boring as a fighter. The worst thing is when you got a dude that's awesome at winning, but he's fucking boring. <sighs> You're not boring. So like that's like the ace in the hole. Like you, yeah. if you wanted to be the clean cut dude and the guy that you are and you're boring to watch fight, that's probably not a great recipe. Mm. But when the door closes and you're in there for a championship fight, it's like, I don't give a fuck what he says. This is going to be outrageous. Mm. Like, you have to watch this dude fight. People used to say that George St. Pierre was boring. Yeah, they tried to. But it's hard. But who who said that as well? Yeah, the general public. Casual casual fans that want to see blood. And I get that. I get that we we need to... You know, we need to obviously cater for everyone anyway. Like, obviously, we want entertainment. We do want people to sit mm. there and slug it out. But don't tell the best fighters in the world mm. that that's, and expect them to do that. Yeah. They're the best for a reason. That's yeah. what I love going to Japan. I can stand and flat-footed and bang, and then, you know, it's going to be entertainment. 
But I mean, I ain't going to be the best fighter in the world no. if I did that. But it's 50 yeah. 50 if yeah. you're going to. Because everyone can get clipped. Yeah, you will like it. But you, again, you will like me. I lose, you forget about me. Yeah, that, that's yeah. in so our I need to remember that. Like, we need to know that as well. That's part of our sort of like evolution in martial arts as well. Because you go to somewhere that has a deep history of martial arts and a love for it, like Japan, and we go and watch a fight in Japan. Yeah. And then someone will pass guard and everyone's like, hey. Yeah. And you're like, fuck man these guys they these guys get it are, yeah. they get it man yeah, they yeah, know what's yeah. going on here whereas you know when you come to Australia and you're like the guys are just like put him in a body bag yeah, yeah, or something yeah. like you're like oh fuck <laughs> kick true. him in the nuts yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the dick is a kick him in the dick or kick <laughs> what do they say they always say that they something. say something but the, the worst thing is also with the structure of the UFC and we're right in the UFC and everything so for those that aren't they may not know that Alex gets paid more to hold the belt. So within, obviously it's within his best interest. Yeah, not, economics. A, not yeah, yeah, not only as a champion to hold the belt because it's legacy um, and he's a competitor. So first and foremost, he wants to win. But secondly, to go on and put out the best fight of the year, which just ends up being a slugfest of just a 50-50, like I punch you, you punch me type of thing, could potentially cost him hundreds of thousands of dollars mm -hmm. from his family yep. just on the aspect of just going i wanted to please mm -hmm. some fans and the fans are awesome but he doesn't owe the fans yeah. anything he owes his family something he owes his gym he owes he owes those people something so he has to smart fights sorry intelligently to come home with that belt but let's say what it is, come home with the money. Like mm. he, he, he needs to keep winning to keep that because when he loses, his pay packet goes down significantly mm -hmm. outside of losing the belt, which I know obviously um, money is one thing, but they go hand in hand. Yeah. So you can't, you can't say someone did a fight, you found it somewhat boring, but they did what they had to do to win. Mm -hmm. And then you look down on it for some reason. Like that shit, that's when I well, just- Well, Woodley's a real good example of that. Oh, well, that's, see, uh, that's one thing that when we're talking about it, uh, him just obviously just disengaging, staying out of range, out of range, running, running, running. Like, like there's a, I, I can see why some people can get a, a little bit annoyed at that. So being outsmarting someone is different to- Wait, 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 and just explode when I can. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, sure. you know what I mean? I can see why people are going to get frustrated with that. I think he could have did a little bit more in some of these fights. I'm not telling you, I'm not expecting him to go and take stupid risks, but I mean, like, yeah, you're a powerful dude, and that's where you're most dangerous anyway. Like, you know, mm. just play that game a little bit more, more better, and then like it's a more acceptable. But, but again, like, say with the the last fight, uh, my last fight. Mate, if I could break down, like if if we like show you videos and explain the the chess match that was happening there, yeah. the little changes that we were constantly doing, he was doing and I was doing, you know, inches. I'm mm -hmm. talking inches. I'm talking. I I would uh, counter him, or then he would uh, wait for my counter and go. Then he'd wait for my counter, try and get more out of the way, and then you know there were so many times where. I just like black belt I, well, striking. Yeah, you know shit, what I mean. Like yeah. it's just I, I got to show you the video so you can even understand it. Yeah. And these was this was happening the whole fight. Yeah. There was a, you know little things that I'm doing. I'm doing all differently. Like obviously, yeah. so he couldn't get a read, and just outsmart. Like you know, what I mean, people. And if I could explain, like I explained that news, news would love it. Like yeah. you know what yeah, I mean, man. news would be like, wow, you know what I mean. I'd How love to that? do that, obviously, you know what privately. So <laughs> it's, <laughs> not, it's not being released <laughs> as in like tactics, but just to yep. hear you go through step by step move mm. by move second by second on every single thing that you're doing because that yep. shit's fascinating and it's fucking right? working like yeah. you look at Mendez you look at Aldo and you look at 
at Holloway. They were all stunned or stopped. They they weren't able to to get yep. their game off. Mm. Oh, man, that's incredible. And three very different fighters. Very very like much so. almost yeah. like won't call them polar opposites, but a fucking stocky wrestler compared to mm. this leg kicking beast compared yep. to this guy that's got hands that plays lanky his volume. And and yeah. So so different, but all shut down, all mm. neutralized yeah. man, completely. I loved the fight. I was there. I watched yeah. the fight. And um, I actually slept for most of the yeah. Vegas got me hard yeah. the night before. <laughs> I was in rookie era, rookie era. Um, I slept half of the fight and then um, watched it. And it was just so incredible. It um, it really was a special moment. Um, and you could just see how how much trouble Max was in. He did switch at one point. I think it was maybe in the fourth, third or fourth round. And I was like, "Ooh, this is interesting." When he switched and and you had to adjust your game and and stuff like that. But um. I had a, I had just had you winning the whole time, mm, and I yeah, was just, every round. yeah every round, yeah. and I was just pumped. And then I came to the after party for literally not even one minute. I walked in and out because I was so cooked. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> rookie error, hey. Vegas, mate. Yeah, man, Vegas got me last time I was there. <laughs> Joe Rogan podcast. You, yeah. you, you know about that story? No. Not about the story. Obviously, oh, listen man. to the podcast. I was oh my Vegas got me. Vegas got me good. So I was in Vegas. I went there for Izzy's fight. Yeah, and uh, Vegas. Got me good, so I went like two back to back big nights and the house the always wins, bro. <laughs> mate, the house oh, always mate. wins. And then I end up having uh, Joe Rogan the next day, and like, mate, I was everything was just a blur. I was like in this weird bubble that I was like, and then maybe I was getting nervous as well. I don't know what it was. Like maybe I was like, <laughs> you better, you better be all right by the yeah. time you do this yeah. Joe Rogan podcast. You know what I mean, like, or whatever it is. So I was like, sort of maybe battling that as well, and it just wouldn't let me. Oh, mate, I barely remember it. I barely remember it. <laughs> Honestly. That's why you watch me, I'm like, yeah, far out, eh? Yeah, fuck. You know, just, where am I? You know, I, mean, I barely remember it. It's, it's funny. I was, it. I, was, uh, I was stressing for days, stressing for days Um, that, like, you know, what, what am I going to do if, uh, you know, if I fucked up? Like, I was thinking, I'll probably, I don't know, look like an absolute idiot, but it was, it was pretty funny. But, you know, at least I know my autopilot can get me through it. But, yeah, <laughs> man. But anyway, what yeah, was it, funny. What was it like when you were in... Uh, that max fight because like mill said it was just every round mm. was just so controlled and like mm. crazy levels yep. of poise and like i was i was just watching at the pub with with um some mates and i'm just thinking like this is this dude's biggest moment mm-hmm. of his life like hands down there is literally nothing in his life that has had more attention, more mm. focus, like this is it. Can you imagine walking into that arena and being that guy at the first, the first crack at the dance, mm. and you're that dude. Like, did it feel? Was it? Did it feel as special as it looked Man, when you were actually doing it? Ag- again, it comes back to when we we're talking about me keeping myself composed. I need to. That shit is crazy. I need to though. try and zone that and have this tunnel focus, and you know what I mean. So it's like it's weird. It's a pressure that I'm, you know, like just like trying to playing it off, like you know, not letting them like just stay away for now you know what yeah. I mean? leave me alone you know what i mean i'm just in my zone like i'm even there but i really am i'm i'm actually i've nailed it i've nailed it where it's almost it impossible isn't there to do and that. i don't feel the pressure until it's all done then i realize like oh wow you know what i mean how much i was actually yeah. holding on it's, it's hard to explain I've, I've got it down to a t where i've got even like you're saying we're about to walk out for my my the biggest fight of my life you know what i mean and bisping comes out i'm about to walk out to the fight Bisping comes out, 
and we're having a chat and, and everything like with the boys. Like, I'm ready to go. Obviously, I'm ready to go. But I'm like, hey, he's like, he was like, oh, shit, I'm going to ruin this guy's mojo. You know what I mean? He sits there, sits uh-huh. back. I'm like, no, you're right. I could see you wanted to go to the toilet. I go, no, <laughs> you're right. Go to the toilet. You're sweet. He's like, oh, yeah, sweet, man. I'm like, oh, no, I remember because I'd done a, a podcast where I wore pink headphones. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I remember pink headphones. It's in those loud laughing. Or I just had a laugh. No, you're right, mate. Like, yeah. I had a little like laugh. I'm about to walk out. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm standing there ready to walk out. And like, uh, you know, and just even like the, the, the security ladies that are there, it's like, do you, like I say no, Joe, is like, do you really, does he realise he's about to fight for a world <laughs> fucking title? Like, what's going on here? I'm like, literally, I'm just in my, I'm just me. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm yeah, making yeah. myself, you know what I mean? Whether, yeah, I wish I could tell you like, oh, I was nervous, man. But, you know, I was. No, it's I'm more nervous. interesting the well, way that you're yeah, saying, like exactly. what you're saying is more interesting. Yeah. Uh, that's what I think. It's like, almost it, impossible. Like it is. It's like a, how, but yeah. it, I just got it down to a T. And it is, a, is it because of I all know. these live, live <laughs> experiences? You should, you should try yeah. and train people in that. Yeah, so many people could learn lessons from the aspect of Mm. going that you know there's supposed to be pressure, you understand it, you you understand what's going on around you, but it's like I will deal with all that stuff after I finish my job. My job right now is to walk out there, be the best possible fighter, Mm -hmm. bring that belt home for my family, for my gym, all the rest of it irrelevant until the job is over and then I'll let myself feel... Yep. the emotions and everything else that comes with yep. it but right now this is like that moment like that's yep. that's like a fucking superhero oh, power it's full Jedi it's, yeah, it's, full it's, Jedi. Look, yeah. It's, it's 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 weird as well so I do that and it, it helps me in my fights obviously it's it's made me who I am and made me be the composed fighter I am but then it's, there's a side to it where you know people won't really get to see where I win the world title and I'm still just me yeah, I you know I let it all go. I let let it all go. Like you know, so I did let the emotions fly. So straight after, I'm like, ah, oh, I can just let go and then go a bit loose. But then I, I start walking back to the stage, and then it's weird. It's on me again. Yeah, it's like you know, what I mean, I had like probably had like a <laughs> maybe five minutes of me like going, oh, letting it all go, and and then I'm like sitting there and I'm like holding. There's videos. I mean, I can show you a video on my phone. I'm sitting there. I'm like. Far out, man. I got the bloody belt. I was like, wake up, you're the champ. Like, you know, yeah. what are you doing? Why are you so fucking normal right now? You know what I mean? Are we allowed to swear? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> fuck. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. But, uh, you know what I mean? I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, you're the champ. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I go home and I'm, that's what I mean. I'm just, uh. it's weird. And then I like, I forget. Like, uh, people are like, oh, I see the belt. Oh, yeah, the belt. Like, I walk down the street. And then people be like, oh, can I get a phone? I'm like, oh, yeah, UFC thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because I'm just, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? It's weird. Like, I'm just, uh, you know, it's just, yeah. I am literally so good at doing that, that sometimes uh, it can, like, you know, the highs are hard to, to, yeah. to reach them highs. Yeah. Do you do Except a lot of- that it's weird. Like, like I said, I can let it go as soon as I win the relief. I can let it go. There's like maybe a five minute window where it, yeah. and then it's just like, do you do a I'm lot back. of role playing in the gym? Like, do we, so for example, the camp right now. That's a bit personal. Are you walking out? <laughs> are you walking out there, visualizing everything? You're visualizing how, getting a hand raised. Do you do a lot of that? Uh, I mean, visualizing hand raising and things like oh, I do, like a uh, scenarios and that I'll, I'll put in my head. But I'm more I'm more visualize the action mm-hmm. of things that, that, are, that are happening, things mm-hmm. that, that, again, and I feel like for me that would be better. Obviously you want to visualise your the end goal, but, you know, uh, I think it's more practical to, to visualise 
you know, situations that you're probably going to be in. So, mm-hmm. like, you might have seen it before. You're getting stuck in a position. You've seen it. You can, you can, you can react. So that's why I'm like, uh, when I say I, I'm doing drilling in, in the, I'm fucking seeing these. I'm seeing this. Mm. So I'm while I'm drilling by myself and I'm shadow boxing, I'm like. You know, I'm doing like you know, I'm I'm picturing like he's ah oh, he's out of my range. Ah, oh, I missed that shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've like threw some. Oh, I missed that. Oh, yeah, you make me miss. Oh, yeah, sweet. Boom, I'm gonna double it up now. Oh, yeah, got you. That one's like yeah, yeah, yeah got you. You know what I mean? So I'm, <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So you're sort of doing that, and it's funny. You see some people. I've seen. I watched Izzy fight his last fight, and that was something that that I noticed because uh, I know I do it, and I noticed him doing when he was a uh, shadow boxing, and he's even yeah because a part of his game and visualization like he's. He's, uh, you know, like people call it showboating, but, you know, that's just him. Like there was times where I see him, he was picturing Romero standing back and not engaging. He's like, no, you can't. Like, you know, he's doing that's, all this. He's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, while he was like yes, shadowboxing. Yes, while he's shadowboxing yeah, yeah, cool. and thing. And he's sitting there and he's like, don't want backed up the guy. He's backed up. The pun- you could tell like he's picturing Romero putting his hands behind his back, just doing this. And he's like, come to me. Like, yeah. you know, doing all this sort of stuff and like, there and then picturing him on the wall on the cage just like little things like that and it was, it was funny because I like I knew and I could relate to that because I do that yep. yeah. I don't do it where he does it where like he can see them sort of moments yeah uh, like because a bit of the, that would you could you would you call it showboating type stuff I didn't know like but like mo- moments of yeah like action, he would even like do it. so he would like even like make me just like ah like, yeah. like he's like picturing all that type of stuff that's a part of his game where me I, I'll picture him stopping this and then I'm like you know then I've went around it and, and things like that so it's pretty cool cool to see but yeah. that's what I visualize more I visualize so, more things that that's gonna happen you know I mean the things that I feel like can happen. Uh, I do visualize me winning it and then soaking up, soaking up that. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that does happen, but I mean, I feel like I, I visualize more of the the you know the action yeah. of things that that could could happen in there. Because again, I've got a job to do. Yeah, that's that's how I look at it. I've got a job to do, and that's you know obviously winning's big. I need a winner to bring the. But I mean, I need to do all these things right. Mm. Yeah. to get that win. Let's talk about the unique situation that you've got now. This camp, this fight. Everything mm-hmm. about it, the whole world, everything is unique. We haven't been in this situation before, really. Mm-hmm. You have only been told about the fight around six weeks mm-hmm. out of the fight. Is that right? Yep. And it's on Fight Island, which is a you know a unique new spot where they they've built this event. Um, and you have travel restrictions. You have skin contact restrictions. You can't even you can't even spar. Tell us about sort of how weird or unique this opportunity has been and how you've had to adapt to this and how you've... There you go. There's a word yeah. I was waiting for, adapt. That's See, it. there's that's something that is always going to come into play. We've got to adapt and we've got to be able to adapt. And then when... And like when open you to know it, what I mean? Open thing. to adapt yeah. and be comfortable when things get uncomfortable and just adapt and just 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 go with it type thing. So the, with this, again, it is, un, you know, it is unfamiliar sort of territory. Like, you know, we haven't been here. It's a, you know, challenging times, but... Again, you know, I'm in a gym where I usually go city kickboxing. I'm obviously always at, at freestyle, but I usually do a lot of my camp at city kickboxing. And, you know, you couldn't do the training. I was only, like, you know, I wasn't doing much uh, contact training or anything. I wasn't doing any contact training before the six weeks when I found out. But then I was lucky enough to have the team around me to get the exemptions. Uh, as, uh, we'll say, Mark Boris helping us with that. Uh, like, you know, using his connections to get the exemptions and, get the protocols that needed to be done so we could find within a couple of days we had that's that crazy. Yeah. within a couple of days is uh, lucky enough to have Mark Boris help with that and, and then my team you know uh, make it happen 
and then lucky enough to have the boys uh, come as well. So I, yep. you know, I had a, I had like man, I got like the best fighters in Australia all at our gym right now in cabins in in Wing Dang, yeah. all all helping with camp. So I'm lucky enough to have that. But again, you know, it is different. But at the same time, I'm adapt. I'm a, I'm gonna I got our schedules still gonna be the same in a different spot. You know what I mean? It's just different bodies, but I mean, again, like it doesn't matter. Like I'm going to adapt to this situation. I'm going to make it happen. Whatever needs to be done, it's going to. We're going to get it done. So, mate, I'm I'm in good nick too. So I got, you know, even though it's only six weeks, a lot of people would sit there and be like, "Oh, is he underprepared?" As a, mate, my body just knows now, man. I'm telling you, my body adapts. Yeah. You're someone that's my body adapts. You're someone so that's ready. prepared all year round, though. Right? I am, yeah. But obviously, these were different. Yes, this yeah. time's different. But uh, again, like uh, I'm a professional. And, uh, you know, I can't do all these other things, but what did I have time to do? I had time to work on strength and conditioning, you know, so I'm more, I'm more explosive than ever. I'm more powerful than ever because I just got to do shitloads of that because, you know, usually when I'm, yeah, if I can do the contact training, I have to pull back on all that because I need to wrestle, I need to mm. grapple, I need to, yeah. you know what I mean? But now I had five, six days to, let's just work on everything else. I've mm. got no choice but to. I can sit there and use it as, as an excuse to not train. It's a good enough excuse. We're not allowed. A lot of people did that. Yeah. And a lot of people a lot did of, that. In a lot of different sports. I'd put a yeah. video up. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that. And it was like, a, I, I, I want to do at least two training sessions while all this was happening. While this was all happening. And uh, I was going to be like, man, I haven't done my session yet. And it starts pissing down. And I'm like, man, I wanted to go for a run. And then I thought to myself, I go, I've got a good, really good excuse I don't. We can't do contact training. I've already done a session this morning. Uh, it's raining. There's no point going for a run. So there was all these excuses and good enough excuses not to go for that run. But that's why I had to mm-hmm. because I know everyone else would accept that. Yeah. I go for me to separate myself from the contenders, from my future opponents. I'm going to do what they won't do, and I know they're not. They're going to use them excuses and be like, "Oh, I'll sit it out just do it tomorrow." Uh-uh, I'm gone. Bang, chuck the shoes on. I ran in the rain. And then I, I even just said, I, I'd done a video. I'm like, you know what? This is, you know, I explained that. And I said, I go, I go, I know that my training, well, my, sorry, my uh, opponents aren't doing that. You know, and I'm going to separate myself. I go, it was hard work to beat a champ and it's going to be hard work to stay the champ. I'm going to separate myself from the contenders and that's why I'm going to stay on top for a long time. So these, you know what I mean? Just little that's things like that. That's them games I was talking exactly about, you right. know, like you play them games in your head and like you do. I had, I've had a thing that I've been thinking about recently, like, because I, I go through my natural tendency is to think, not to do. Like I enjoy to think about shit. And then I'm like, you get older and you realize like, no, you kind of need to do the shit you think about. Otherwise, (laughs) what's the point? Mm -hmm. And I've kind of been thinking about the concept in my head of like, you kind of get paid for everything you do in your life. For every action you get paid, that can be paid in shit or paid in like cash. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as I started thinking about that, like, so that example of you going for a run, like to me now, every workout, every email, every invoice, everything I do, I'm like, I'll get paid. And it's like, oh, so if you don't want to do this run, you don't want to get paid. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, if you don't want to get paid, you can't be rich. Mm-hmm. And it's like not just rich in money, but it's like rich in everything that you're trying to do, whether yeah. it's your exercise. So I think it's like, yeah, that's interesting to hear you talk about the games because I'm, I try and create games in my head that work for my head. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I love hearing from dudes like 
you where it's like you fucking know the games like you yeah. win you win those games way more than you lose those games yeah well the, uh, and again that comes from from life experiences and doing it all through your whole life where i do play these games so now i do when you talked about the games that I, I i get exactly what you mean yeah where there's a, again i have to have two sessions a day you get what I mean? Or whatever it is. I have to do these things. I have to sweat. Or like these things that I, I punish. I'm like, nah. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, just, I don't know what it is. But there's just, I'm constantly doing these little things where, it, again, it makes me who I am, right? I was going to say, there's it a level. It makes me who I, I am. Yeah. It makes me the hard worker. So if I may, if every time there's an excuse not to train and I just accept that, I'm changing who I, I can, my, my, my future self. I'm, you know what mm. I mean? I'm, I'm, you know, it's and I see it happen on a day to day. Whether it's my wife and all this is like, oh yeah, I can't do this because this. It's like you're gonna be like, but that's sometimes. That's a person they, losing the game. Exactly, in the, in their exactly head, right. You know? Well, don't get me wrong. There's gonna be times where you can't train, but I'm gonna make it the time where I can literally can't train. Yeah. All right, broke my leg. I can't train. Yeah. Or, but again, I'll find something. I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll do an <laughs> arm fucking workout, yeah. whatever it is. But I mean, you know, there's times where ah oh, shit, I need to go over here and I miss out on this session. All right. I'll accept that. I can I can accept that because I, I have no no choice. But if I'm every time, oh man, I feel a bit shit today. I, I couldn't be bothered. It's all right. You know, you, you're going to train tomorrow. It's only mm. one session. Yeah, it's only one session, right? But you're constantly doing that yeah. every every week. You're doing that a few times, and then that adds up, mm-hmm. and then that that builds. Uh, you know what I mean? Like you you, you can. St- well, it starts that. to become a habit. Well, exactly. Yeah. It's a habit. And then it becomes who you are. Yeah. Again, exactly. so, you know what I mean? So, and you, who you are is like, you're, 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 uh, you know, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, you, we're going to accept these excuses and then just let it get the best of us. You know what I mean? And that's something that I win them games. I'm so gonna, what's that's the it. There's the games we play and I always win them. And, but I will accept when, you know, like I told you with my coach. With Sometimes Joe, you can't play a game. Well, exactly. Yeah. Well, Joe has to pull me back. Yeah. There's been times where, like, he can see that I'm, Overexerting I'm, yourself. I'm, I'm yeah. like, I'm out. I'm, you know, I was off my last week in my last camp, and I was like sitting there, and I was like, man, like I'm doing the session. I was getting through it. Don't get me wrong, I was still doing it pretty good. But what's how am I going to go in like this? So, if I have that afternoon off, and then the next day I got VO2 max, mm-hmm. am I going to ruin the rest of my week? Am I going to get sick? Is yeah, that that can happen? So luckily, I've got the team behind me. It's yeah. me. I'm hard work. I'm going to do it anyway. But I have my team to be like, hey, you having the night off? Oh, no, man, it's only one more session. It's the last week. Don't pull me off from a session now. Yeah. It's the last week. You're going to you're gonna make me do less than I did last week. But, you know, but I had the team. They could see something was up. They had to tell me. They had to pull me back. Yeah. And all right, I'm going to accept that. So that's Best decision I made that camp. Yeah, right. That VO2 max the next day, I was kicking ass. Yeah. I was fresh, ready to roll, hitting numbers on the bike. And I, you know what I mean? And I was, bang, that was it. And I even, like, you know, and I, again, I, I accepted, I adapted to that. And I'm like, I'm like, that was a, a real good thing. Now I'm, I'm pumped. I was more motivated. I was like, I yeah. know I got the energy now. I'm going to even train harder the next session. You know, just little things like that. These are little games that, you know, even though I thought I was losing, but I had no choice but to accept that they're not going to let me train. All mm. right, I won't train. So yeah. what's the game? Now I use that as motivations tomorrow. Yeah. That's my motivation. You missed out. You got energy now. Yeah. Mm. 
fucking hit 92. 90 yeah. is not good enough. Yeah. <laughs> hit 92 RPM. And so what's the game in your head though? So like that's the game that you play to get you to train. So what's the game in your head that makes you the hardest worker? So when shit's getting fucking super tough and the first voice pops up to like, we've okay, let's fucking bounce, bro. I mean, <laughs> like, but then so that's another game that people play. Like my buddy that I was talking about on the mountain bike, there's obviously some shit where like at mile 50, He's still winning the game. Like he's still, there's a, that thing that makes other people want to stop and it, you've got it mm-hmm. where like you, you'll wrestle and you'll do those tough rounds. You want the harder rounds. So there's games that you're playing yep. at that level. Like that's the shit I find super interesting as well. So that them, them little games starting off again, like a, I, people ask me, what's a, what's something if I was, if you could tell someone starting MMA, mm-hmm. You know what, what? Something like you know what? What? What could you tell them? Like what? What would you get them to do? Wrestling? You know they they usually go to something like that. I'm like hard work. You know hard work. Like just put. You know oh, that doesn't mean go break your legs and, and injure yourself in that. I just mean start early at uh, you know playing these games, yeah. winning these little games. Yeah, you're sore. Yeah, you might be on your back. Just push yourself now. Make it painful now. Sure. Get uncomfortable now. Yeah. Where later. You don't have to play them games as much anymore because mm. again, who it's who yeah. I am now. Yep. So these games are like when I'm when I'm doing my spider workouts and some of these really hard workouts, I don't feel like I have to. Oh no, you know, tell myself I just do it. You just do now it now. I just do it. It's who I am. That's yeah. what I mean. But now it's who I am from playing them games and not accepting it and pushing myself and being so uncomfortable. Where now these uncomfortable positions I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, uh, I always say be comfortable in uncomfortable positions. That's what I that's what I use. But you know, be calm in the chaos. The same thing, right? But it's true. It's just so you you get yourself in the, like some of these workouts you do. You literally think you can't do anymore. Like you literally think you can't get back to your feet, but you can and you will. And I know that. So like now I know. So you just do it. Yeah, what is it? That what that that that's uh, just do it. That's the Nike. That's not <laughs> in it. Just yeah. do it. You know what I mean? But it is. It's true. But again, uh, you know, it, it does start from a young age. So if young listeners are work uh, listening, uh, that's something that will go a long way. Mm-hmm. Hard work. So no matter what it is whether it is wrestling, you know, you will if you can go that extra mile, go that extra scramble. You know what I mean? You know, in the gym. You know what I mean? You start doing that early. It just becomes who you are. It's like you won't accept just the, you know, you won't accept, ah, oh, shoot, ah, oh, it's not there. Well, I get that a lot of times. People shoot or when they're getting taken down, they're like, ah. Yeah. Stop. I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting taken down. I was like, oh, no, no, no. All right, he's getting me down. I'm like, oh, next best position. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I would not accept flat, flat on my back. I'm going to go here. If he eventually gets it, ah, now I've got to work. Oh, did I do something? No, no. Oh, no. Unplug it for me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're on it. We there? Yeah, yeah. So you know what I mean? Like it's just, again, it's just these, they're the little games that you play uh, from the early days and all that. Like, and that, that could just help you in so many ways, whether it is obviously even with skill, but I mean, hard work does, does go a long, a long way. Obviously you need to know the techniques and all that, but you know, understand the mechanics, but hard work's going to get you a long way. So that's, uh, that's something. Be comfortable in uncomfortable positions. Talking about games, um, obviously becoming the champ and even just being in the UFC, um, you've been playing a lot of business games and obviously you're getting more exposure. So more people are coming to you with opportunities and, you know, you're releasing things like training, um, online training programs with Baymed. Mm-hmm. How's that? How's the experience with yeah. that sort of thing? Is it, has it been fun? Sort well, of yeah, a- well, it was, it was something that it was what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, uh, I, I was training at home. We all were. Yeah. 
So I was like, oh, yeah, obviously there was a lot of people trying to do exercises and I was like, well, this is my program. Come do it with me. Mm-hmm. Do my program with me. Like literally, I'm, they're going to film me anyway. You know what I mean? So I'm doing it. So let's put a camera in front of you and let people uh, get that access as well. So it was pretty cool. It's, it's, it was uh, exciting as well. Like it was, it was fun. And again, it was, a, it was something that oh, I, I was going to do anyway. So sure. I need to train. So why not put a camera, a camera on there and, and, and just work around it? And you've got books and you've got all of these yeah. things that you can obviously leverage your, the exposure you're getting and the position that you have to create all this awesome stuff. Is there anything that you want to create at the moment? Is there anything yeah. that I want to create? Yeah, another well, masterpiece with Max Holloway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, man, like uh, again, like uh, you know, so building building your brand and, and yeah. all that sort of stuff is, is key. So it was a, I've it was a while to find out what my brand was, and then but now I've accepted that. Hey, my brand is me, and what we're yeah. talking about, and, and things like that's why this the book that we're talking about is something that I, I again, I, I, it is me. It's something I'm proud of, and it's something that I think will work. Yep. Sure and I think it will right. definitely work. I think it's good for the sport. There's a reason why the UFC yeah, wants, want, it, yeah. wants in on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and then, and again, it's, it's something that I know a lot of fighters are going to respect and, mm-hmm. and admire and, yeah. you know, really love. But again, then obviously there's a, so mate, you know, if this, if this, if this goes good, like obviously this, the sky's a limit with that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? This is a, cool. a whole, di- a whole different market that, that none, like no fighters really, really mm-hmm. hit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, so uh, again, there's a plenty of business opportunity. I won't throw or throw yeah. them all at you right now, but I mean, you can see again that's just who I am, and I, and, I, and I'm proud of that. And I ain't gonna, that's you know, I mean, I'm not gonna yeah. pretend yeah. to be something I'm not. So and there's, there's still a lot of business opportunities there. I believe there's more. Yeah, man, I definitely. believe there's more when, uh, like yeah. you said before, like you know, who people want to work with an honest, loyal, yeah. loyal man, trustworthy oh. man. So hundred percent as a bi- so. as a business owner and be it combat, be it whatever other type of business, I can only imagine if you t- if you take that work ethic that's fighting in a in a cage and you are putting that into your own brand, your mm-hmm. own business, whatever it is that you choose to do, man, you'll blow it up. Mm-hmm. Like it'll be fucking, I don't exactly know what that's going to be. That's That'll be exciting as shit to mm-hmm. see what that next move post-fighting for you will be. But it'll be, it'll be ridiculous because... Funnily enough, I believe that work ethic that you have in the cage, if you apply that to business, and people talk about business being hard and all this type of stuff, it's generally just people don't want to work hard. Yeah. Mm. But the, the physical output that you're doing, if you put that into a mental output, a creative output, any, any other form of output, man, it, it will just lead to success. Mm-hmm. It, it won't matter whatever you choose to do. It will just lead to skyrocketing success because – that's the missing ingredient to pretty much everything. Yep. To pretty much 99.9% of people, they're like, I did this and it didn't work out. I did this and I did this and I did this and it didn't work out. But then you just look at them and almost say, but you stopped. Like you you were doing something good, but mm. at some stage you got tired and then you were like, ah, fuck it type of thing. Compared yeah. to, as you were saying, someone tries to shoot and you keep going, you keep going, you keep going. Your, your success outside of fighting will come just from sheer work mm-hmm. sheer work and output for sure yeah. U- uber successful children's author Man. former UFC so champion if there is something I can do to get on with that <laughs> in terms of helping push that <laughs> children's books is my is my jam like I I have the biggest collection of children's books yeah. from everything from um, there's some of the best books are like these like J, they're called 123 with Jay-Z so it's like 
raps from rappers and the rappers are all involved in these children books and it's like characters of them but they like say they're like big one-liners like Biggie Smalls it was all a dream and then it talks about like obviously how he achieves his dreams oh, that's, that's dope it man these books I need a like, kid yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bro like reading time I actually don't like most people are like oh I've got to read another book when it's those types of books or Volks's books or anything like that I'm like it's exciting mm-hmm. it's exciting to read something like that to your kid because you want you want that like to transfer across to them to all go it was all a dream but now it's a reality for this person and why should it not be a reality for me in the future mm-hmm. and that shit's that's the that's the good shit. Like yeah. I can't wait to see some of that stuff come yeah, out. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Brother, man, we've had you for an hour and a half. We what know you're busy. Half, we, we know <laughs> you we know you're in the, you know, final weeks of your camp of again the the biggest fight of your life and we're so happy and honored and feel privileged to sit here with you and be a part of this journey with you. So we appreciate that. Is there any words that you want to live like leave to the gypsy audience, the combat audience, just anyone out there in general, uh, uh, you know, it could be a, a quote you live by, it could be, uh, you know, anything. What What do you want to leave with us? Well, I can't leave them with the, the Nike, uh, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But man, like, honestly, you know, again, like, I said it that many times, man, it just just be, be able to adapt to and accept that you might have to adapt to things, whatever it is, and like being, one thing for me, I'm a fighter, right, so I'm going to go that, that, uh, sort of direction but I mean you can use it in so many different ways again like I told you 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 show me one move I'm going to make 10 out of that so the advice that that's why uh, be comfortable in uncomfortable positions I truly do believe that you know what I mean like a, like obviously being calm in the chaos yeah so that's a, something that I really want people to understand I know it's pretty obvious what that means but I mean you could use that in your everyday life yeah you can use that everywhere sports in the gym in a fight in the house, you know what I mean, the work, whatever it is, I just believe you you can you can use that, you know, in so many different ways. So, again, you could take it how you want to understand it the way you want to. Like we talked about it a fair bit, so you know, I won't uh, go off off tangent too much because uh, I explained that, and that's sort of the direction that I would want to to leave with you. Is, I guess be comfortable in uncomfortable positions. Mm. Awesome, brother. Does that make it, sense? Bro. That makes sense. Hey, because we talked about it the it whole makes time. Makes perfect <laughs> sense, bro. Really appreciate it, man. Fuck. No worries at awesome all. Awesome podcast. Make yeah. sure you tune in. I'm going to be announcing this book very soon. All right. So I don't even know when exactly we're doing that, but it's coming soon. It's coming awesome, very bro. soon. Epic. It's going to be Sick, good, man. Thanks, brother. Thanks for having me. Thanks, man. No dramas, mate. Anytime. Sweet. Boom. Beautiful. <laughs>